Welcome to another episode of Chrissy Chaos, a new format, a new era, just a brand new type of show because we have Mike Cannon, who's going to be joining me every week here on the Chrissy Chaos podcast as my right-hand woman. <laughs> He's going to be on with me on every YouTube episode, as many Patreon episodes as he could, because the bottom line is this was getting too difficult for me mentally, spiritually, and emotionally to do it by myself. I said to myself two years ago, you know what? I'm just going to do a solo podcast and keep all the money. And that was a stupid decision. So now I'm giving some of the money away yep. because if I didn't do that, I was going to just quit the podcast, folks. <laughs> So I got to be honest with you, between the stress of home, you know who I'm talking about, <laughs> and the stress of work, I said, I need help. I need help. And I think that, I think that, you know, I am, as a lot of you guys fans, you know, you tell me like I'm undercover trans and all that. And you are correct. The woman who lives inside of me, who would ask for help, the man doesn't, but the woman who lives inside of me, the feminine part of me, which is slowly taking over the majority of me, asks for help. And I said, Mike Cannon's going to come on in. Um, I said, he's stressed as well. I mean, he's 32 years old with a full gray hair. He looks like Richard Gere from Pretty Woman and I'm his prostitute. And Mike is now here. Mike, before we introduce our guest, yeah. Mike, I just welcome to the show. How do you feel? Oh, feeling good. Just like Richard Gere. I have a guinea pig in my ass also. <laughs> That's right. Stuff. He's the first viral rumor. Yes. Before the internet. Yeah. Do you remember that? That yeah. Rod Stewart's belly was all filled. Yes, I did. Uh, Chaz Palminteri is, 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 a, is a good friend of mine and a close friend of Richard Gere's. And I started off a podcast with Chaz Palminteri talking about Richard Gere's gerbil asshole. And he said, I've never asked anyone to delete anything thing in a podcast you have to delete that we are we are our children grew up together i was like well i mean you it know seems like a great guy i said i was like he seems fun i don't yeah. know why if that was true i would just come out with it but i wanted to start off because a lot of you you know a lot of the fans have been like we need more diversity i brought in lesbians i brought in all types of people nothing was ever good enough right now let me tell you something if i get one comment about how this podcast isn't diverse enough again, I swear to God, I will start supporting Hamas openly. <laughs> so do me a favor and welcome from the Cincinnati Bengalis, Usama Sadiq. What's up? Hello. That's it, baby. La, 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 la. How's it feel? Right there. Bang. I feel pretty diverse right now. Dude, you look good. Thank you. You feel good. You got a cardigan sweater on. So was, that, was that the last uh, thing to check? I was like, lesbians done. Yes. Trans done. Well, we Indian, not yet. No, well, I brought in the Mesh Patel to try to check two boxes, yes. Indian lesbians. Yes. And the fans were mad at me. They were like, he needs to speak up. The thing is, <laughs> the thing is about, about what? I don't know. About I, Indian shit. No, just his volume of his voice. He was speaking oh. too long. I yeah. said, the kid's got one nut. He, Leave him alone. He, he is a pre-op trans for sure. Yes. He comes in heavy like, hey, what's going on? You're like, Jesus. Now. Take some therapy. Because, you know. I said, Osama Sadiq, first of all, Venetia, she, she, you guys go way back. I don't oh, know what yeah, the hell's love going Venetia. on. Love V. But, I, dude, we all love V. V loves Ruth Gator. <laughs> Ruth Gator Bitchburg. It's v. Gator for short. <laughs> Gator for short. V is our resident. We have to have someone in here who's woke, who's, who's uh, millennial, Gen yeah. Z. We got to have someone in here. Because you would think Vito, this is Vito, Wreck-It Ralph. Vito who's yeah. dressed for a funeral. Someone died. He's coming in here with, with bad energy, to be honest with you, on the first day. V Vito's podcast. dressed for three different occasions right now. <laughs> yes. yes. Bottom half is yeah. funeral. Second half is like a recital. Third half is pizza at, at, 
at Vinio's Pizzeria. Yeah, dude. I do like the 90s comedy central presents black pants, though. Yes. Just the yeah. black. There is a video, the TikTok with the face inside it, of some kid talking about 90s comedy fashion. Why are all wearing the same black shirt every fucking, for 10 years, right? Yes. Um, black shirts matter. So... I and Vito, so what we have here, and it's an interesting dynamic of this podcast here, because what you have here is we have me, it's my show, who, and I am, I am in the center. I'm Chrissy down the middles. I'm 39 years old. I'm as center as center can go. I have a Puerto Rican family. I support abortion, but also the wall, because I got kids. <laughs> so, so I'm a mixed bag here. We've now added my canon who is from Rockland County, where's all the NYPD is from. That's right. But also, I think, is a bit more uh, liberal than me. Uh, Just a bit more, but he also has children, and we disagree and agree on certain things. I'm only liberal as much as the mushrooms have taken. Right. So he's liberal in that. I'm liberal up until you talk about God or space, and then we get weird. He's more hippie. He's more hippie than me. That's what I would describe him as. We probably think all the same. We're probably both in the middle, but he's a bit more hippie. Then we have Venetia. Who is, you know, is is young woman, woke, <laughs> fucking yes, absolutely. We that is triggering. She's every race in one. And then we have the undercover. We have the undercover, Vito, Wreck It oh. Ralph. Um Are you gay? No. Oh. No. Even crazier. Vito, it's- out of everyone in this room, is the most liberal of all. Like hardcore wow. lib, 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 which is a beautiful thing because I didn't know yeah. how liberal he was until he came in here because you don't. He does not look like that. He looks the opposite. No, but it's interesting, Vito, and I like it. Now, I, I, liberal isn't a card-carrying member of the DNC or actual liberal. You truly. Well, I mean, like, wouldn't you say both? Because, but being a being a member of the Democratic Party, obviously, the things that they do, it's not necessarily liberal. It's all for you know, it's oh. all for power gains and money vacuum stuff. You no, know, just like socially and politically gotcha. liberal. Right. V- yeah. yeah. Vito came in here. Vito came in here pushing the booster hard on day one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I, I do shows in uh, for AOC, and the front row would always be like these random like construction guys. Yes. Uh, back when before she was huge. Yes. And they'd be like, that AOC, she got a good idea. <laughs> yeah. She's Vito's a You I'm mentioned like, hard, Vito. Uh, you mentioned AOC, Vito's getting hard. <laughs> I can see it through his slack. Oh, yeah. Now, oh, yeah. now I, I feel like, you know, so now this this is the new, this is the, the show here. But, Mr. Sadiq, you, here's the thing. What? What? Here's, here's the thing. Oh, no. Here's, no, no, no. Here, here's the thing. Comedy is a brotherhood yes. and a sisterhood and a babyhood. Absolutely. So you got to understand one thing. Yes. You got to understand one thing. We are not rats here. We do not. You, comedy to me is first. Always. That, I, I support the brother. That's why if anything ever goes down with comedians, even negative stuff, I never shit on them. Okay. I will not. I don't care what you've done. I never will shit on you privately if yes. I don't like what you've done. Oh my I will God. text you Whoa. and be like, hey, I don't like this. But, but and I'm not going to say You're it. You're about to say go Israel? But, no, 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 no. But just know, just know, just know that I know. What? I, I know big news about you. I'm not going to say oh, anything. Oh, no, oh, no, no. Jesus Christ. I know big news about you, and like, I'm not going to say it because it's, it's not place yet. But you have to understand one thing. I am holding this podcast to when that big news, if I am correct about that big yes. news, what? When that big news gets announced, you have to understand the second I'm talking about the second Venetia yeah. has got a fucking tracker on their Twitter account, your Twitter account. We, the second that episode, that ep- this episode is getting released, I will be number one. 
with the news. I am breaking this shit like Anderson Cooper. That's right. So you have to understand what we are doing here, why you're on the show. I know, and I will not say a word on my Patreon. I will not say a word to anybody. I might even not even tell you that I know. I know. I don't even know. I, no, what I, I know. Am. And please keep doing that. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but, but you have to understand, I will release, and you people will understand. You will understand when it comes out, because this episode, bang! And you heard yeah. it here first, okay? Mm, mm. But if, if I'm wrong, if I am wrong about that or something happens and then that big news does not come to fruition, we're going to change the, the title of this episode and we're going to really go. Uh -huh. We're going to edit shit in. We're going to go back in time and it's going to be fun. But just know that I yes. know and, and, and it's a comedy. It's a comedy brotherhood, sister of babyhood. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, yeah. So where do you stand with Israel versus Hamas? <laughs> Who do you got? Israel? What do you, what do you think? What That's do you think? Money line. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Israel versus who? Who said? What's 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 gonna go longer? Where's where's your money? Who's the winners? Israel versus Hamas? Ukraine versus Russia? What do we care about more here? Mike? Oh no, this is for you. Uh, you know. I uh, you keep in mind, keep in mind, this, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chris's goal in this is to beat the Shane Gillis okay, record okay. of hired one moment, okay. and then three Here, hours I'll later, say, it's done. I'll say, I'll say, mommy, daddy, Hamas, Comedy Central, Israel. Yeah, there you go. Boom. That, that's go. my stance. I love it. That's hey, and that's good. You're Woo! getting smart. You're smart. <laughs> Woo! There it is, folks. I would say this. NBC, Israel. I don't know, yeah, because I don't really know really much about. To be honest with you, all that stuff went down. Who knows when this episode's coming out? It depends on the news cycle. Um, we don't know, but I would assume Israel and Hamas would probably still be in the news by it's the got time. Some staying power. It does have some staying power. Yeah. <laughs> Centuries-long staying power. I kind of, I'm, I'm, I Israel. Because the thing is with. You know, the only way that I can understand things is I have to relate it to white people, and and in Ireland, are Jews white? No, well, in our, I mean, Ireland, Northern Ireland, yeah, yeah. Belfast, and and their kind of bloody Sundays and Easter upper, that all is that's Israel and Hamas. They're yeah. fighting. <laughs> Your whole uh, geopolitical idea is U 2s one song. Yes, Gaza, yes. Gaza no, just Galway. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, so, but because it does feel like, and I guess you know, listen, dude, it's easy to say you know this shit, but it does feel like war is just pretty stupid with as evolved oh, as, I mean, it is like, what are, you, what are you guys doing? Why don't the both leaders, the Palestinian leader and the Israeli leader, the Ukrainian leader and the Russian leader, mm. just go out and have a duel? Oh, yeah, just one guy, sick. just walk back, yeah. walk it back, dude. Because I think most people really are just like, I just want to live a fucking normal life. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to, I don't need this shit. We should start a change.org petition yes. that mm. all war is fought by just individual leader duel. Yes. 100%. Winner, yeah. winner takes all. That's it. Yeah, or just like, I, I don't know, man. Like, just can't Greta Thunberg figure this out? <laughs> <laughs> is it Thunberg or Thornberg? <laughs> she is a Thornberg. Now, Salma, you know let's ask you this. Yes. Let me ask you this. We were, talking about this. we were talking about this other, we were talking about this the other day. Um, all of us, because we had, we were at the Comedy Cellar, we had, we had Modi in there, we had Andrew Schultz was in there, and we were yeah. talking about circumcision. Oh, yeah. Now, Vito, you're clipped? Yes. Okay, Mike, you're clipped. Clipped. Venetia? No. Not clipped. I'm clipped no. twice. I'm clipped. You're clipped twice. Yeah. Clipped. They I'm fucked up on the, the first roots. one. Yeah. Now, what do you think? Ooh. I'm so Muslim, like I got no dick. Wow. You know? Are you regretting the clipping? No. No. Okay. I think it looks good. No, I think it looks good, too. I've seen other dicks with the... <laughs> I think it looks good, You know? Too. I've seen the before and after pictures. You know? Yeah. Uh, I like the, the unhooded. I like the hoodie list. Like, because when I'm watching Mock a neck. porn... Mock, yeah. yeah. Yes. Because when yeah. I'm watching a porn, I can't... Uh, 
if the guy is uncircumcised, I, I can't watch. There's yeah. more of that now, too. Yeah. A lot of pushing it back. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, Rolling yeah. up the sleeves. I don't think it looks good. I, I, I think the hoodie, I don't think it looks good. You want it up? Because he has a son and you clipped him. You yeah, we did. It was also yes. much oh. more traumatic than I thought it was going to be. Because I had a whole joke about it, about circumcising and me being circumcised. And God, if you want to bring out the absolute mm. maniacs of the internet, you discuss this at length. Yes. Because oh, yeah. they are not only super protective over your own child's dick, but they will graphically describe what you are doing and how what you're, how the process of it is mm. more torturous than gang rape. Yeah, I mean, the, the rabbi sucks group the blood out. Supposedly. Allegedly. Can we get a video of a rabbi sucking blood dick? Modi, Modi Vampiric told me, rabbi. <laughs> supposedly it's a myth. Supposedly it's a myth that he, they're, not, they're not sucking all day every day. Who is sucking all day uh -huh. every day? Our teachers, our, our <laughs> teachers to 13-year-old kids. V, can we pull this up? Literally, when is, when is I mean, another one. Mm. A social worker admitted to having sex with a 13-year-old boy she counseled. Yeah. So it's to mm. the point now, this is the real pandemic here, where you are, yeah, let's see Fauci talk about this. Uh, you, because it's so prevalent now, where the teachers are just sucking little boys' cocks. It's like, weesh, why and are they're they hot? They're, they're always hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're what? all sexy as balls. But they all look like, they're, they're like Long Island 8s. You know what I mean? They all look right. like they went to right. the boardy bar <laughs> and got fucked up. And then you afterwards, know? they're like, I need a kid. It all seems from the same Massapequa graduating academy. <laughs> yeah. Right. They all came from, you know, like, Steven Spielberg and, like, all those guys, they all splintered from the same school. Yes. It's the same thing. There's, like, one pedophilic... Like Teachers Academy, that's just turning out. <laughs> yes, these whores. Who do you think? Because my question is: is who do you? I want to bring up who's bigger pedophiles. Do you mm. think it's it's teachers or priests? Mm. Who, oh. Who's got more bodies? And would you think? Oh, I. Do you know what? Right, that's a good mm. question. That's something you can answer. <laughs> you know, I'll jump in wholeheartedly. Uh, I want to say I like Hamas. All of a sudden, uh, <laughs> Here, here's what I th I think: the Catholic Church has a real big running start. Yes. I think it's going to take a lot. The teachers mm. are going to have to put up Wilt Chamberlain, 10 mm. kids at a time numbers for them to catch up to Literally the Chamberlain. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because wouldn't you, is there no fear of repercussions? Like if you're a teacher out there and, you're, mm. and you want to you diddle, you want to mm. diddle, you, you're, you're starting to fall in love with. You look like that. You look hot. No, you're hot. But what, you know you're going to get caught. Like yeah. there's no way you don't get caught. So what, is it so overpowering sexually that they just have to? Like what is the yeah. point? You're going to go to jail. Well, the best part is this lady got her certification in June. So it took her maybe <laughs> two and a half months before she was like, the real purpose of me here is to blow a child. I mean, she did not waste any time, which means like, was that part of the motivation to pass mm. her tests? Right. Like, was she mm. studying with that stake, you know, dangling in front of her? Or was it just something she found out she liked once she got there? Are women catching up, <laughs> that too? Was... Are they catching up to men? Like, you know, it's always like, oh, man, hey, don't go near my kid. Yeah. You know, you creep. Is Are women catching up now? It's Because it's so insanely well, I mean, I, Again, what Mike said, I mean, these priests have been banging since 81. They go hard. They saw <laughs> Jesus and like, fuck, that was rough. They and then they start fucking kids immediately. Yeah. They had a no. week off, you know? They go hard. It was yeah. there 9-11, and then they just went right back into it. So I, 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 it this is just a new phenomenon. I, I, you don't hear about, like, 1320s yeah. nuns making it happen. But how maybe, do the, yeah. the teachers, like, it's obvious that the priests come in from a position of power, and mm. they also have an all-seeing, all-knowing God to kind of, like, lord over you, mm -hmm. to guilt you into doing whatever they might want. How do a teacher, outside of their attractive level, like, how do mm. they do that? How do they it's, convince it's like, the kid? Uh, extra practice, right? Okay, you after bring school. in the extra practice. 
extra school boom gotcha you're at one so it's that easy yeah. it's just well, it's yeah <laughs> i do think too with social media like i remember i was a pediatric physical therapist and i worked in a school like right when i started comedy and that's right when social media started coming out and i remember like certain teachers would like post their kids like being stupid like in the class like look at how dumb this asshole is <laughs> on snapchat and like showing their grades and like think it was all funny and good and i'm like that you probably shouldn't post that but if they're that kind of naive to just post like that right, right. what what what's jerking a kid off but that's an 05 mm. or whatever like this is the internet has been around for a while you know yeah. what i mean like i used to have a bit about it but it's true we got the internet when i was in like eighth grade and i remember mm. aol searching for eighth grade girls naked like right. literally, Wait, and you were I in was in eighth grade, eighth grade right. but I didn't know what the internet was. I didn't know what kid porn yeah. was. It's so, so funny I'm literally that you've been just tracked like tracked for years. It was my friends' parents' AOL account, yeah, so they've yeah. just every been time. Hassled. Every time they're about to get a humongous thing in comedy, the <laughs> FBI's like, "Nope." Yeah. They're oh, like, yeah. "You, you little perv." <laughs> that would happen with Barstool. Yeah, yeah they, they got Pornoy's here. Pornoy's actually working with the FBI. It's all a big sting. <laughs> um i uh yeah because because uh, you know when i see it every time it's like it's just it's just amazing now there's one thought of can this be used for good to stop school shootings if mm -hmm. do you see the kid who's but they're never fucking the weirdo you right, know these right. are always fucking the jock they <laughs> the want the cool guy too no one's trying to fuck the school shooter guy but how do you have sex with a 13 year old kid i don't even remember being able to get it up i think i was shooting blanks or maybe slight dripping. no no it you wasn't were... You were shooting ropes. Yeah, yeah for sure. They, they weren't like, they weren't full what they are now, but they were something. But did you ever have a teacher that was inappropriate and she actually like put it out there in a little bit? Um, No, there was a teacher who used to leave one button unbutton yeah. a little oh, yeah. bit. Yeah. I think it was on purpose. And I used to hump my desk. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that was when it had a cubby in there. So yes, you could really yes, put yes. it in uh -huh. there. You could really Old school desk. I know that move. I used to, there was this girl, uh, Lauren, that used to position the corner of her textbook into the oh. uh, crux of her clam. Yes. And would kind like of Like the hard corner or the, or the spine corner? The spine corner, okay, soft yeah, that's, corner. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Where did you grow up, Osama? Uh, Dallas, Texas. Whoa, Plano. good city. Oh, yeah. Republican. Huge. My name's Big Osama time. in 912. It's rough. Yes. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. How, was, how were you? September 12, 2001, what was your life like in Dallas? You know, I was late to school on September 12th, and I was like, if there's ever one day not to be late, as a guy named Osama in Texas, it was September 12th, 01. I walk in late. Everyone was like... Yeah, yes. dude, you better not wow. have dust on your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I fell off. I fell off the bus, and I was like, "Oh, guys, sorry." They're like, "Yeah, I mean, you yeah. must have had a hard fall, huh?" How many floors? I remember on on nine eleven. <laughs> a couple of days after nine eleven, I remember like. You know, like people are starting to like, you know, growing up in New York. And my mom was like, you know, there was a coffee guy, uh, Rafiki's Coffee Place, which is like a, a, a famous <laughs> coffee cart in New York. Rafiki's Coffee. He wasn't there. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And then started all these conspiracies. And then like when things got back to work, she saw him. She was like, what happened? Why weren't you there the next day? He was like, I told you, I told everyone the week before I was getting a colonoscopy. I had gotten a colonoscopy. And oh, I, yeah. Oh, stomach yeah. Classic. And they removed a 
part of my stuff. The so only- he was standing there with like a, she was like, he had like a bag, like he had like a colostomy bag. And he was like, I'm not a terrorist. I told you I had to get my stomach Ooh. resected. That was the best, just local homeland security yeah. Yeah. right after 9 yeah. 11. Yeah, everybody. I remember my kid from my high school, this kid John, just took a garbage can and threw it through a. Huge. Uh, through a, like a bagel store window that was owned by Indian men in <laughs> turbans. I'm like, that's not even remotely close no. to what they were they, like. Well, they, they look like them. Everyone became FBI. Yeah, yeah. They'd be like, the old colostomy ISIS tricks. So oh, stupid. yeah. So wait, so Dallas, Texas. Pretty bad. Did you like growing up in the South? Would you raise your kids in the South? Uh, now it's way, 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 it's way better. It's but ca- back then it was, it was bad because I was getting beat up before... I was getting beat up on 910 too. Right. But then 912 had a patriotic tinge to yeah. it, right. you know? So I became. You better be telling the truth. Is this real? <laughs> <laughs> <Is> this real? <laughs> there will be no emotional truth on this show. Yes. Um, I, I, let me tell I, you. I said I got my dick sliced twice. Chris is like, no problem. And then I say I got bullied after 9 and he's like, let me see the papers. <laughs> no. I, don't, I don't believe it. This is God's green earth, buddy. No, okay. <laughs> no we do. I believe it. I believe it. I, yeah, um, it, was, I believe it. I believe it. You know why I believe it? Because. It's interesting. The neighborhood I grew up in, right, which is deep in, like, Brooklyn, Queens, I think I just had, like, my group of friends was just kind of like, I don't know why, we were kind of, like, gay a little bit. Like, nobody would ever say a slur or or hurt someone. It was only, like, playing sports. Mm. You get into a fight, but it wasn't ever because of ethnicity or race. But But then other parts of Queens, when I would go travel, I was like, oh, there are some... There, there, there's some pretty like wild people here that like just because you don't look like them will like beat you with a bat on Cross Bay Boulevard, <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, holy shit! I didn't realize they existed. So, so for me, sometimes I'm like, because sometimes people will be like, oh, you must have grown up like you look like a cop or a fireman. Mm. You must have been a piece of shit. But I, I really, and my dad wasn't like that either. But mm. I know they exist. Well, in the city, it was mostly cool. I mean, yes. you, you had bullies that were just gonna shit on you, and bullies just find the thing to shit on you. Yeah. Right. The flavor of the day was. Right, nine eleven. You know what I'm saying? So sure. they just use that to attack. Right. I was also a weird, skinny weirdo, bowl cut. So I was a target regardless. Right. They weren't hit, shitting on the hot brown dudes at right. my school. You know what I'm saying? You're hot. What are you talking I, back about? Back then I was. Woo. He's, he's aged into hot. I'm aged into hot. Yeah. He's yeah. Probably I, do you have any old ball. pictures of you? <laughs> Can we find old pictures of <laughs> oh, Mr. Sadiq? Facebook.com, dude. Yeah. Old yeah. school. There is like, a very evident glow up <laughs> with this ama for sure. Gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, so where are you living now? I live in Williamsburg. Ooh, yeah, I like that. that. Yeah, I like that. From Dallas it's, to Williamsburg. It's way chiller. I mean, my whole, there's no more race anymore. Everyone's all like either gay or straight. Now you're more straight than you are a race. I don't even think yeah. the kids, to be honest with you, I think the younger generation, I don't even know if gay is a thing anymore. I mm. think if you if mm. you're hooked up with a guy or a girl hooks up with a girl, I think it's just a thing. It's, it's, all, just, a, yeah. it's just a day. Isn't it that kind of the goal, right? Yes. Like, is, yeah. it, is for it to become so amorphous that nobody gives a shit and it becomes less of a co- topic well, of conversation? Well, throughout history, yeah. nobody cared. I, I've told this, said this before in the podcast, but throughout history, guys, soldiers would hook up all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They were just, it was animalistic. Yeah. It's like, I'm in the mood for a steak. Yeah. So I'm going to bang this dude down by the aqueduct and then go back to my family. <laughs> aqueduct? <laughs> we're doing a Roman architecture fuck? Okay. Yes. <laughs> And then, and then, even sex, even sex as how it's like, ooh, it's like behind closed doors now, and it's very like, you know, um, uh, it's like scandalous. Yeah, it wasn't back because people used to just live like in medieval times; they would just all live under one roof. So you would just have to. It was animalistic. It was like I'm doing this to create a child. It wasn't like, Mm -hmm. oh, shield your eyes, kids. It was like this is an act, and it was like, you know, everybody smelled. It was horrific. It was like I mean, you you, you, Afghanistanis back in the day, like who had a wife and then a boy, they would bang. Yes. And that'd be just their boy, their boy bang. Yeah, there know? was no term for it. Yeah. 
Speaking huh. of speaking of sex, V, I want to go. There's a book that that we're reading. It's called uh, it's called F C K I N G History, Fucking History, by the Captain. Who? But who? I don't know the actual. He wrote the Captain, but it's his book, Fucking History. And we go get it by the Captain. And we've been reading this book. It's fascinating because it gives you little excerpts of little fascinating things throughout history. And then what we're going to do is our show, Christeries, that we do uh, twice a month. We're going to expand on this stuff. Of course, give credit to the author, but we're going to expand and deep dive. But V, can you read the French divorce court thing that I read that blew my mind? And then I want to ask, and then I got questions for you guys. Go ahead. So in uh, mid-16th century in France, um, if you, there, you know, it's hard to divorce your significant other. So women finally found a way out that if you could prove that your husband's, um, dick was limp and mm. then you can the church would grant you a divorce but how would you prove this dude wow it's like wow. hogan holding up the arm <laughs> yeah. letting it yes. drop and it comes well, back up here's <laughs> how you would prove it go so ahead it's true essentially what would happen is that you would have to perform like you know you would have to get freaky in front of a judge and if Ooh. you were you know not hard then they would grant you the divorce oh but otherwise, wow you know, yeah yep, but what would. if that's just for your fucking wife yeah right that's <laughs> right but, <laughs> but like, let me, me get some strange in mm, here let's see how i perform that's the real that's the real that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then, so yeah apparently like stage fright was like hey what if i like can't get hard in front of all these people they were like okay so the french added a second part to the impotence proceedings so if the husband the owner of the broken dick in question would help to prove the fact that his junk actually worked, he could request that his wife take part in the in the act as well. Oh, so that's then the awesome. panel would just then figure it from then. So you would have a whole panel seeing if you're sex. So you'd have a jury, valid. either you can, if you can't get hard, yeah. if you just can't jerk it and get hard, then what you could do is bring your wife in and have sex with her and prove it that mm. way. If you couldn't, if you couldn't prove it any other way, then the court would grant you a divorce. The thing is though, after the court grant you a divorce, them being no real rules because family, the state and government only got involved in family affairs uh -huh. later on in history. So you could, we're married. I can't, I, 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 I can't get it up. We get divorced. Immediately, I go out and cut your head off. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. <'cause> right. <laughs> <laughs> Who's hard now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not hard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Stuff the wound. So do you guys think that you could, if your wives were granted you divorce, wanted divorces, could you show the court that you could absolutely fix that? Yeah. Think you could do it? You, yeah. I, I have a, I have tough time getting hard with the, the good vibes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I have a tough time getting hard when the fucking when Vandross is playing. So yes. I, it would be tough. It would be tough. <laughs> yeah. You think you're getting divorced? You're I think I'm getting it. divorced. My, I, I had oh. this couple a couple of weeks ago. I was in uh, L.A. and I could not get hard. And this woman was very drunk, and so she kept attacking my dick. There you go. And I couldn't do yeah. it. Well, when your it. big news comes out, so will her. Oh boy. It's going to be different. <laughs> he was too hard. Can you do it? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I could walk into that room hard and be completely fine. My erections are yeah, all nice. over the place nice. all the time and at a moment's notice. So you're, you're saying it'd be more like a crapshoot, like it's a lottery. Like, no, we'll no, see. it's just all day. Yeah. It's all day. Oh, I'm good. still at 38 years old. Yeah, it's still. It, I mean, I wake up with a rifle. Do nice. so you still have still have sex with your wife multiple times a week, every week? I mean, wait, yeah, but or, or you know, or if she's not around, then I'll just crank one crank out in the nice. darkness. Masturbation is the issue, especially with going on the road. Mm -hmm. That's the problem for me. Is you just let it fly yeah. on the road. The yeah. urge of when you walk into a hotel room to immediately just Desecrate come it. on every bed. That's why yeah. I get two I, you, beds. You have a, two beds. One is a comeback. 
bed. Yeah. And one Come is a sleep eating, bed. One is a sleep bed. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I um I don't think I could do it either because of my blood pressure medication. <laughs> oh <It's>, God. <laughs> I I'm on twenty milligrams of Losartan and it's causing um it's Losartan. it's causing uh my my pressure's down, congrats to me. That's but good. but it is it That's is hard to get flow, a stiffy. Right? And I've noticed that my erections are not as big as as they were, mm. which is kind of a thing that's it's upsetting when you're like, oh, my penis is it because I think this happens as yeah, life yeah, goes yeah. on. Mm. My father, and I've said this on the podcast before, my father said something interesting to me. He was like, you know, you have to get your discipline and get kind of your mind ready for aging now. He mm. said, because one thing he could tell me is him being 75, 76 years old, he goes, you know, my brain, my 75 year old brain is the same brain as when I was 21. Uh -huh. I see a girl walk in. He said a video store. Yeah. I'm like, what video? Oh, store? Jesus Christ! That's, that's the. This is, this is the. This, I, I'll never forget. This is the analogy. I see a girl. I said, I see that girl walk into the video store, and I want to have sex with her too. He goes, but then I look in the mirror and I realize I'm I'm fat and I'm, my penis doesn't work. Oh my god! He's like, but the brain still thinks. So he said, mm. so your brain right now, your brain right now will not be any different if you make it to your 70s or 80s. Mm, You're yeah. still going to think you have a chance. But this is where creepy old men vibes comes in because he's like, you, you know, a woman's brain starts to understand and accept through menopause, it's over for me. Uh -huh. Where men, we think we can spread it from the, to the end. So he was like, so start to get disciplined. Well, and science has fucked with us even more because now we're getting hard way past our duration. Like, what? you know, way past right. when we should have. Is our We used to naturally expire. The dick would kind of wilt and then what we changed? couldn't... Viagra. Oh, right, right, Viagra right, right, or whatever. Right. And then all of a sudden you're just piping chicks at 80 years old. Mm -hmm. So you think you should continue that same viral quest. And we always hear the stories about the like Clint Eastwood going to Paris and coming back all juiced up. And you're like, I can do that. If I get the Patreon going, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and keep hustling. And Dude, Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin is famous. He would go to Paris yes. all the time. Yes. And he brokered the Fran France coming into the save us in the Revolutionary War and beat the British because he just had women out there. Yeah. He was just bad. He had so many women out there. And these women he was having sex with were high up in the French court that had the ear to King Louis. So he was banging chicks. Getting the getting in the ear that we need help in the revolution, and then oh, yeah. boom, and then the king was banging this girl and be like, "All right, I'll, I'll help it." That's amazing. Isn't that wild? The yeah. French have always been like that, I guess. You, you ever hear that one uh, like uh, article on Me Too back in the day where the French people were like, "This is stupid." Yes, uh, we want them to you know assault us or whatever. Yes, like France is like not about no. They they're in there in France. They're in there. I have a friend who's French, and um, he said. Uh, he's always like, what's the deal? Um, <laughs> can can't can't deal. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, so, he, so, so he said, so my friend in France said, you know, divorce in France is not as rampant as it is in America. He said, because you guys are puritanical. You have this puritanical society, which he's right, where you think having sex with someone else, that's it, that's a cardinal sin, you'll right. ruin. He said, now, I'm not saying it's right. He said, but... French men and women, most of us believe in sexual urges being natural. So if you are on a business trip or you do something, you're at a club and you have sex, it's not like it would be like welcome, but this is not a divorceable offense. Right. He said what's divorceable yeah. to the French is if you fall in love. Yeah. They're about love. Right. love. Sex is an impulse. And if you get it, love and sex, that's a beautiful thing. But sex by itself without love is not a cardinal sin where here it is. That's why sex in France got to be boring as fuck, probably. You think, you think so? Because so it's, not, it's not, not forbidden. Then what's the point? Right. You know what I'm saying? The uh, forbiddenness makes it hot. Oh, yeah, this is bad. Mm -hmm. Right. But French is like, this is perfectly okay, and they just do it. And it's like, okay. Love, I guess, is their, 
is they, there like this is forbidden this is bad see i've always been super into uh consent and this is okay <laughs> okay e- different strokes for different folks you know <laughs> i told you liberal uh, wow <laughs> i love that you say that new co-host throw him to yeah, the wolves yeah. of this audience yeah. by the way he's a lib cock retard yeah <laughs> <laughs> Vita, are you gonna cry? So, no, uh, so are I mean, you upset about going to this funeral? Was it? Were you close to this person? No, I'm not upset at all. I'm just tired. It's it's more just stressful going. I'm very sad for my friend. It's weird. my my dad's the anniversary of my dad's death was two days ago, and Whoa, my friend's not- dad died a day before. And this is crazy. They just happened to be he's getting buried at the place my dad is buried. Just wow. randomly, Shit, in wow. go say hello okay. to pops. Yeah, Shit, so we go say what's up. You know, fist bump the fucking. Why not? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. still getting hard. But I was I've been reading American <laughs> like this tombstone, dude. That's an idea is what? to put a fist in the middle of the tombstone so you could be like, "What's up, dad?" and just give that's him knuckles cool. so every time we're doing you go. it for his tombstone. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> fist my tombstone. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, then you go back to say it's hi way to deeper. Dad. Some dude is bent over. Just yeah, there's cum so everywhere. Yeah, the, the, the tombstone. The tombstone reads, "Fist me, fist me, fist me." Why don't you? Go ahead, Vito. So I've been reading American Prometheus about Oppenheimer. Great, and um, mm. we saw it together. We did. Nice. Yes. and there's a part in the book where. Oppenheimer is so pent up from not having sex in college mm. that he's just going fucking crazy. Mm. Like he's going nuts and like trying to choke his friends. Oh, yeah. uh, he, he like literally, his friend is telling him about how he got engaged and he apparently lunged at him and tried to choke him. Dude, that's, that's before Reddit. <laughs> now he would be just on a, on a subcategory. He was on a train with, he was on a train stuck in like a, in a, in a cabin and the couple across from him started making out and then when the guy left, he just lunged at the girl and tried to kiss her. Jesus. Like he just couldn't be because he just wasn't getting laid because he was so focused on schoolwork and studying. Dude, goddamn! Right. Imagine being such an incel. You invent the atom bomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, I gotta be That's honest with you. Sick. I know. I, I gotta be. I like Barbie better than Oppenheimer. Yeah, you ready for that? I really did. good. I like Barbie. <laughs> for that? I like no, no. Barbie. My daughter, my two-year-old, watches Barbie on repeat. Yeah. I have to, mm. I have to put it on. She goes, Barbie, Barbie, all the time. Every time she way better than if she watched Oppenheimer on repeat. That'd be insane. Well, As that's a, what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Just Bar- kids, like I love this one. Do you feel this way? Because Barbie, I, I liked it. I enjoyed the movie, but it also kind of it, it worked in the opposite way. Where like I left that movie being like Ryan Gosling might be the most talented actor in Hollywood. Him. He can mm. throw every fucking pitch. He's hilarious. He can act. He can That's dance. That's the thing, too. When I go to watch other art forms, you know, singers, actors, uh, even like jugglers. Baby, let me tell you about Prize Picks. It is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports is just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, You pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll on in. Testing my skills on prize picks this football season is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you can turn 10 bucks into 250 with just a few taps. And here's why I like prize picks. With the prize picks reboot policy, your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For NFL games and CFB top 25 matchups, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Prize picks is the only daily, daily fantasy sports pl- uh, platform with injury insurance. Players and stat types you're selecting highlight your winnings from prize picks. How fun and simple the experience is of playing. 
the game. It is awesome. And right now, as always, you are going to get a nice discount for listening to this podcast. Go to prizepicks.com slash chaos and use the code chaos for a first deposit match up to $100. That is prizepicks.com slash chaos. Use the code chaos for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Game time. It is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total up front, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. You buy tickets in seconds with two steps. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats. With zone deals, you pick the section, and game time picks the seats for a big Time savings and the game con- game time guarantee. This is what I love about it. Game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time credits you 110% of the difference, folks. 110% of the difference. It's awesome. All you got to do is right now download the game time app, create an account, and use the code CHAOS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code CHAOS for $20 off. That is C-H-A-O-S. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. You realize, like, I feel like what stand up, I'm, I'm proud to do it, but I'm like, what? Do I have a fucking talent? Really? <laughs> I have a talent compared to these people? <laughs> yeah. I don't have a talent. You know? <laughs> do you ever feel that way? Huge. But on AGT, I had to go up after uh, acoustic guitar about leukemia. Oh. And it was like, the, it was this beautiful, like, sweeping, like, for my daddy, my mommy, and then just, just gorgeous fucking country. Then, like Simon Cowell's crying, you know. Here you go. He's like, his like Botox is flaring up because he's like, it's reacting to the tears. It's fucking insane. And then they're like, all right, here we go. Here Re- comes Uzama. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. So, so you're saying that this is cool behind the scenes stuff. So, so you're saying you do that because it wasn't edited that way on television, right? No, this is the second round. This is the, the first round before COVID. The, the first round was that. Well, so you made it through. I made it through, yeah. So, you made it through after the leukemia kid. You're yes. set. You made yes. it. Okay. Yes. Uh, but I, on the way up, I was like, this is going to trash. I'm, I'm, I have a joke about open relationships or whatever. Right. And so I was terrified because that guy smashed the room, like just destroyed. So what did you do? <laughs> what, what was your plan? You know what? I decided most comics go up there. They're trying to be funny in the interview portion. You know, when they go up and then the Simon Cowell asks them questions like, how long you been doing it? And the comics always like, like try to be all hilarious. I just decided like, you know what? Be very humble and nice. Right. To like leukemia transition out yeah. of it. Yeah. Yes. You know, and Smart. You leukemia little, lube yourself lube, into your Lubemia yeah. it out. Nice. And then I <laughs> gave a leukemia. <laughs> leukemia. And then I, I kind of used that time to like to have, get, yeah. get ready. And then, and then because, so wait, so you're saying round that was one the second was, round. Round one was before COVID? Yeah. Right. And then day, COVID day happened and then you took a how long break? Uh, so round one happened right before COVID, day before COVID. So they flew me out, did it on March 11th, 2020. No shit. On the, on the, and they were like laughing at this Asian flu, though everybody like, there's gonna be some thing coming up. Yeah. Uh, don't worry about it. They were like saying like, oh, the next week's gonna be amazing. The next week's, it never happened because, right. uh, you know, of COVID. But nobody knew. It was all just like, it was an Asian virus back then. And then on the flight back, I remember like looking at like phone stuff and it was like, everything slows down. 
it was a crazy like. So then, how long was your break then? Uh, like a month, like a month, and then August they had like a super COVID, like super, like you got tested every two minutes. Right. Uh, they fly you out to LA. They test you five times. Uh, they test you again and again and again. And then this, one of the singers on my on my group, it's a young kid, very good singer. I got woken up one day because he was like, "Fuck off, mom!" And it's because he had gotten positive for COVID. He couldn't do the. The, the round Damn. and his mom was trying to help him but he was like full like fuck you fuck mom you're a piece of shit slut and I was just hearing this <laughs> I like this kid and he's, yeah. he's, his name is Tommy he's a good guy uh, and he was just ye- he's yelling at his mom uh, he was, he's, his, his dreams were crushed I mean he just, he he'd, uh, couldn't go do the do the shit set. so this one so this thing right here this was, was the one where uh, during COVID no one in the room four people Heidi Klum was one third of the audience Oof. and so it, it, zero it, it, audience. it does not hit I, I bomb on television Oof. so this is zero on, yeah yeah but yeah. hold on but, but let's be clear maybe but there's no audience it's yeah, just no, zero audience four. nothing it was just these Which, four by the way let me let you know for the people at home who don't know stand up it's easier to do a room of 4,000 people than oh, yeah. it is to do a room of four people. Yeah. Just know out of 4,000 people, it's very unlikely you'll completely bomb because there'll be one psycho in there yeah. that'll start laughing and then that will cause a chain reaction of laughter and all that. Four people is, this is hard. This would be hard for Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Do you remember they used to do that for uh, Caroline's March Madness? Oh, yes. yeah. You'd have to go in and initially do it in front of like Lewis and his two assistants. And Insane. it was like the most depressing experience of your entire life. And yeah. you would get no laughs and Lewis would be like, you're incredible. Right. You're like, what the fuck is that? Also, you learn like you're like de- delivering for what should be a group of mm. people, but two independent people. So you're all you're immediately calling yourself inauthentic yeah. because you're like, mm. well, folks. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you know, it's just all the tricks of comedy delivery yeah. get exposed you, in that when situation. You bake in the crowd work. You bake yes. in the crowd. And yeah. you get a crowd work. That's what I did here, actually. Yeah. I baked in the crowd work to Heidi Klum, yeah. who hated it. It was just like and she was angry before the set started. I could just tell a German her energy was hard being. A woman. Yeah, she was being Let's extra see. German, but before the set, I was yeah. like, I'm about to fucking bump. And it was just like, oh God. Listen, guys, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Literally, Vito and I are probably the biggest Blue Chew users in the podcast game. We do not go anywhere without our Blue Chews. Without our Blue Chew, Blue Chew is amazing. It is a it is the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but it is chewable tablets and a fraction of the cost. We want you here at the Chrissy Chaos Podcast to have nice, huge boners. We want you guys staying rock hard. We want you showing them to us. We love penises. And Blue Chew tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of our licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, folks, it is all done online. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting line at the pharmacy. You just get you just get boners delivered directly to your door, and Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And, of course, we are going to get you a discount. We're actually going to get it to you for free. All you have to do is pay the $5 shipping. What you do, BlueChew.com. Promo code chaos. That's all you do. You go to bluechew.com, promo code chaos. You put it in at checkout. All you do is pay the $5 shipping and you get it for free. So try bluechew for free when you use our promo code chaos at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code chaos to receive your first month free. That's it. Your very first month is free. 
Just pay the $5 shipping when you use that promo code chaos. Go get those boners, babes. Hello Fresh, a.k.a. Hola Fresca for our Spanish-speaking audience. It is America's number one meal kit. I talk about it every episode. This is what I cook with my family. This is what I bond with over my family. I love HelloFresh prepackaged ingredients. It tastes amazing. In-season ingredients. You will taste the freshness of fall in every bite of HelloFresh's chef-crafted recipes. You, you got the produce. It travels from the farm to your door for peak ripeness you can taste. Even though the fall can feel jam-packed, HelloFresh makes whipping up a home-cooked dinner actually doable with quick and easy options, including their 15-minute meals. That's less time than it takes to get delivery, and with everything pre-portioned and delivered right to your door every week, it really is a no-brainer. We all know HelloFresh takes the hassle out of mealtime, but did you know it can also save you money? HelloFresh is 25% less expensive than takeout, so that means you get an easy home-cooked meal on the table and move money back in your pocket. You do not need... You do not need anything else but HelloFresh. I'm telling you, HelloFresh, it saves you time, it saves you money, and the food is fantastic. Right now, go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Chrissy and use the code 50Chrissy for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 5-O-C-H-R-I-S-S-Y and use the code 5-O-C-H-R-I-S-S-Y for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Were Great. you relieved to get disqualified or did you want to keep going? Uh, no, I think this is, this is time. I, I did. This is the clubs that I do. So it was like club stuff that always works in clubs. So I just did the club stuff. So what happened was the day after Facebook was like, so angry. Everybody on Facebook, you're a piece of shit. You should never go, come get up, go back to your blah, 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 all that. But IG was like, oh, thanks for doing the fun, funniest stuff we've seen on the show. Yeah. So what I, I think a lot of times people do comedy on IGT and they do the clean version. They get masses of fans to come yeah. out. Then they do their actual set and they lose their fans in a year because the Nebraskan housewife is like, oh my Lord. Yeah. That, so I didn't lose that contingency because I lost him that. Right. Like that Lu Louis CK was on the podcast, remember a few months ago, and he said exactly that. Mm. He was like, if you're going to do, he's talked about it with crowd work. He was like, if you're a crowd work comic, do crowd work. Yeah. He goes, but if you're doing, using crowd work to get people to your show and then you're going to do the set, you might make it once, but then people are going to be like, where's the crowd, crowd work? work. Yeah, exactly. We want, so he was like, just even if it takes a little bit longer to get there, be exactly who you are to get the exact fans you want and then you, they'll stay forever. 100%. That, and so yeah. after that, all the shows got bigger, but it's only my fans. But I didn't get those massive sold out shows, but I got those like fans really came out. I, I, I did a Texas tour. And I was at a Snow's BBQ and this like this like five big ass, like white, ten gallon hat looking dudes came up to me. I thought it was over. And they were like, Hottie Klum's a bitch, isn't she? Yeah. And I'm like, my guys. Dude, yeah. <laughs> never assume, you know. My uh, guy. <laughs> thank you guys. Uh, so yeah, it, it was a really good thing because I I got canceled at that moment. And you know, I got I got that that controversy happened right after the the Dalia situation. So no. I was like, all what, comics you helped him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, use this as a, as a smoking like, gun for the actual... middle school directory with your name on it, Chrissy. <laughs> yeah. It was right when he was getting hit. So I was like, fuck, all comics are just getting hit. It's over. We're all just getting in a mess, you know, done. And so I was terrified. Dude, cell phones. I want to talk about this. Cell phones. I, did you know the prisoners were allowed cell phones? I had no idea. No. They, they found out that all of them had cell phones when they did that that um, warning. Remember, like, when all our phones oh, went off? Yeah. They Prisoners, a lot of prisoners, <laughs> they, everybody's cell phones started to go off in the middle of the jail because they didn't have any... You, you so, don't see uh, prison talk on TikTok? 
No, so oh, I the, do. Yeah. So prison talk is just uh, uh, inmates filming shit. So the, see, that's yeah. the thing. I when I delved into this, yeah. I didn't realize like all this. I'm looking at prison TikToks and yeah, cooking yeah, shows, yeah. and pri- I had no idea. So I don't know because because for me, you know, if you go to jail, it's like I'm like, listen, you're you're just give them whatever. They could have TV and phones. I don't care because I'm like, you're you're in behind bars. It sucks right. enough. So like you, oh, God. you know. But like. Well, that's the interesting thing when they're like, we can't allow them phones or certain TV because it incites violence. And it's like, what do you also think being around killers is? Yeah, or is that like just a fucking meditation? Yeah, do you think penting them up and giving them no release at all is not going to resort to violence? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look at this guy. This guy is crushing it, though. Yeah. Oh, they actually have cooking shows. I thought you yeah. were kidding. Yeah, they no, give you real. hot plates. Type, yeah, type yeah. Prison talk, bro. There's people, there's people oh, everything. Dude, I learned how to do the Denzel Washington uh, prison yeah. grilled cheese or whatever oh, from He Got Game. Yes. When he does yes. Like, when he puts it on the radiator and then uses the iron on top and just makes a grilled cheese in I, his room. I've seen I've seen uh, two uh, prison and prison talk uh, play Beyblades. Remember Beyblades? No. They were playing. It was like this little t- toy back in the day, and they were like paying, playing Beyblades. I'm like, where'd you even get these? How do you, like prison might have more access to shit than we do. It was, yeah. it was crazy. I know. I um I think too, you know, with, with prison food and things like that. I mean, some of the thing is that you have to just understand, I mean, you're in prison, so it's it's what it is, but like there's no way to make this stuff and not have little shit speckles on your fingers. Oh, you're gonna yeah. just you're gonna just eat feces. And yeah. that's okay. There's no hand wash after you I don't shed. think you can. There's I don't no. know. They they don't get they'll give them hot plates, but not soap. Ooh, <laughs> a baked good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I went, I went, I went, uh, I went, um, I don't know how long ago it was now. It was yesterday in my time, but who knows when this episode's released. I went to uh, EatsCon. You guys ever hear of EatsCon? What is this? No. So it's like a f- big food festival that was at Forest Hill Stadium. They do it all over the country. But they, dude, the amount of food I ate yesterday, just in little portions. They give you like you go, you right, pay. Right, slowly. Get, bro, but like the best, like the 50 top places like in, yeah. in uh, uh, New York. Bro, this. Oh my God, Jesus. I, I I I calculated it in my head yesterday, and then kind of like wrote down the numbers. I'm I'm pretty positive yesterday I ingested ten thousand calories. That's wild. But I did fifteen thousand steps. Uh. <laughs> that evens it out. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm waiting for like the super fat picture. They're all like kind of in good shape. In a no, weird no, way. no, no. Yeah, that's what I want to bring up. Uh. Most of the people here. Who they were like those professional eaters, right. like that um, Power, Kobe the Josh guy was ripped. Yeah. They take a bite and then give it away. Take a, and they all had tubwares. They come with tubwares because they take a bite mm-hmm. and then put it in tubware. And they people had bags of tubware. Oh, yeah. they're being smart about it. that's yeah, insane. yeah, yeah, bro. This place, um, I um, love those kind of events though. Oh, they give you, so you, you shouldn't feel guilty about that at all. I hope you don't. No, 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 no. I, okay. I feel because you know I, I went to tr- my trainer this morning because I've been really the the last two weeks I've been off the rails with my fasting mm-hmm. and working out kind of not as much as I have. Uh, oh yeah, I wanted to say yeah. T- t- today is uh, Indigenous Peoples Day presented by Christopher Columbus. Happy. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day presented by Christopher Columbus. Um, so again, that's when we're filming this. Who knows when it's coming out? But. But uh, speaking of indigenous people, <laughs> speaking of indigenous people, my trainer, who's from Guatemala, um, he, yeah, I, I, I think, count. doesn't it count? And shout South out Guatemala. Mexico, we call it. Shout out Guatemala. Good country. Um, my, but he, I said, because I was really like beating myself up mentally. I was like, I feel like I'm 250 pounds again. I feel gross. He was like, you, the thing is, you know, he's like how, I, how I've told, we've spoken about how he was like, you know, if, if what good's the money? 
you making money if it's not going to buy you freedom mm. he was like what's good all this working out and training for so long and staying if you're not going to allow yourself a week or two to just live life and be free yeah. the, mm. the key is getting back in it today you're yeah. here today yeah and now we set the new goal because for everything was focused for me for radio city and theater at msg that was my whole everything was that that was my wedding which Vito's getting married in a couple of weeks that was my that's i got married to the game <laughs> 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 That was my so so I I I subconsciously let loose like I, yeah. I, I then I had a show in Vegas the next week and I just went off the rails not as off the rails as my manager but I went off the rails yeah and and he was on the rails making oh, yes. rails yeah, nice yeah. home run so so I so so you know I think sometimes we don't like all we do especially in, as comedians we just stay in this mode we're like. We beat himself. What's the negatives? Because the funny, a lot of the humor is in the negatives of everything. So we start to get negative. But do you ever feel like that? I, I, I don't even see, I see you as the strongest comic. I don't know anyone who would beat you in a comic battle. Uh, Luis Gomez could probably. Maybe. That's, but he's fighting. You know? Yeah, as far yeah. as lifting. That's like, yeah. He's just well, like. that's actually a good idea. Yeah, I don't you'd think be I, up there probably. I'd say DeSevano has the strongest bod. Thank you. Of any calm. Yeah, well, the thing Mike is... Mike Canada, close second, obviously. Oh, I appreciate yes. it, dude. You know Thank what I'm saying? You. Close Thank second. You. I am not strong. <laughs> <laughs> I've got myself into shape, but I am not increasing the weight at be, all. I might be up there with not on... A lot of comics are on testosterone yeah. replacement therapy. Oh, so yeah. they, they just don't count. Like, Rogan would just beat the shit out of me, Crush. Brendan Schaub. But, you know... But 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 I think natural. I said comic. Non liver king comedians. <laughs> I like that. I heard that. Hey, I heard that. I heard that. Okay. <laughs> I like it. JK. JK. I heard it was nice. Um, <laughs> one more. Let's do. But this is funny. Children's picture book flagged as potentially sexually explicit in Alabama because the author's last name was gay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so Alabama put on sexually explicit because the author's name, yes. the author's name was Mary Louise Gay. Yeah. I so get Alabama it. was like, nope. <laughs> I don't care for this at all. Yeah, dude. That is wow. I will say though, <laughs> I know it's pretty crazy. I, I will say the hanger upside down. Um, that's a little crazy. That, this I whole mean, picture she is little... kind of doing an upside down crucifix. It looks so bloody. Her, it like, looks like there's a pool of blood. <laughs> yeah, this is terrifying. What kind of children's book? Jesus is this? Christ. I, um, oh, dude, by the way, speaking, I so an idiot yesterday. There's this place, Lily's, in Union Square, mm. and I thought that it was Alice in Wonderland themed restaurant, and it is, mm. but they also do Halloween themed restaurants. So I took my family there, I got two little girls, eight and two. And my two-year-old was sleeping when we brought her into the restaurant. And, and it wasn't Alice in Wonderland themed. It was like gory oh, Halloween oh, themed. But it was amazing. Dude, she was terrified like, yeah. like this the whole time. And she was like, Daddy, can we go? Daddy, can we go? I said, honey, we got to wait for the food to come yeah. out. And, and, <laughs> honey, Daddy got severed head bolognese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and it was just like, I kind of felt like it was so awesome. If you ever, it's like a good date spot. Like, Lily's, That's go to cool, Lily's man. in Union That's Square. Good. It was cool themed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, bro, my two year old was so, And then Jasmine was like, should we go? I was like, I literally just ordered a cheeseburger. That's crazy. She was like, didn't you eat at Eats? Because this was right after EatsCon. I just went out again. <laughs> <laughs> and she was That's like, That's a crazy detail. She was like, You're that, spiraling. <laughs> she was like, I was like, Well, no, it's because I don't have any support for my partner. <laughs> It's all the food, like going, making you crazy. Oh my god! Here's all salted up, dude. I mean, <laughs> li literally, the the sodium. I think sodium. It, up. 
Dude, it cranks you up. And then it's like, that will make your body look radically different. Yeah, like, yeah. you yeah. can eat a ton of sodium and literally look like a completely different person I'm, in 48 hours. I'm in yeah. that phase right now. My brain, my face is kind of decompressing, but it's from Vegas, Skankfest, and just eating mm. like an absolute asshole. My fingers and feet were tight as shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next day when I woke up, I no longer had any shape of a jawline, and my eyes were, like, completely indented into my face. It looked That's, like I was on drugs. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's you it's, ever do that thing where you just do this just to make sure? Oh, yeah, that I'm, I'm always this is my main vantage. I'm no, just dude, like doing this. I'll be driving, yeah. I'll literally be driving with my family in the car going 80 miles an hour, looking out my chin <laughs> to make sure there's no fat, yeah, just yeah. careening. I'll careen into the side of a freaking highway <laughs> just, just to make sure my chin isn't jiggling in the comfort of my own car. <laughs> The same exact way. You do that, right? Well, yeah. How stupid is that? We're like, when we check our hair and our yeah. teeth, it's like, just get to your destination, yeah. dude. I'm putting literally yeah. my entire family at risk yeah. for no reason dude, other than check my chin I do jiggle. this a lot. I, Ooh, I pull here, down here. and do this, and my wife the other day goes, whatever you do, it's not going to give you a jawline. Yeah. You're not yeah. going to be Batman from yeah. rubbing your face. I've done this so much, I've gotten zits on <laughs> the parts where I touch. Yes. So I do this so much, and then I just get, it's a horrific process. Oh, what can you do? Oh, here, last done. thing. Uh, Gallaudet football team, they use this brand new 5G-powered helmets. Did they learn nothing no, but, from COVID? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. What happens when it rains and they just start fucking well, exploding? Gallaudet is a, is a, Gallaudet is a, uh, a deaf school, school for the oh, deaf. Okay. So they oh, use these oh, for the oh, first oh. time ever. They were able to hear their coaches and use this kind of technology. Where That's they, cool. They wow. Can, being deaf, I think, is a thing that will be cured in our lifetime, like for good. Like, I don't think people yeah, have to be yeah. deaf. Blindness, I think, is a little bit beyond, but I think with you can all already get that surgery, certain types of deafness where you can hear. Yeah. Um, you, they put a, like a, a, I think it's like a, a microchip. That's my go to is yeah. babies hearing for the first time. Huge. Anytime I'm feeling low or Huge. want a good, like, just soul douching cry, 